بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن انس رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يتمنين احدكم الموت لضر اصابته فان كان لا بد فاعلا فليقل اللهم احيني ما كانت الحياه خيرا لي وتوفني اذا كانت الوفاه خيرا لي متفق عليه continuing with the hadith discussion we began yesterday under the chapter the prohibition of desiring death because of difficulties that may have befallen one however there is an exception when a person is faced with the fear of fitna with regards to his deen and iman then there is this levity that is given in sharia that at that time he may make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for death in order to be safe from fitna anas radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said la yatamannayanna ahadukum almaut and no circumstances should one make tamanna or have desire or ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or make dua or supplicate for death lidhurrin asabahu because of facing difficulties and hardships in this world or difficulties that may have befallen him as we discussed generally this refers to financial difficulties ill health personal problems etc when one has to face this which is a sunnah of life one should not make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for death yesterday we discussed one of the benefits of exercising sabr and patience in the face of hardship and difficulties on the one hand one sins are expiated allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives one sins uses this as a cleansing process also this is rafa darajat allah taala elevates the stages of a mu'min when he makes sabr in the face of difficulties and hardships he earns great reward from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one more aspect we find also mentioned in the previous ahadith allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam informs us of one great benefit that the longer life allah taala gives for a mu'min this is a blessing from allah subhanahu wa taala every second every moment that we have in this life we should never desire to allah taala never make never wish that our life should life should be curtailed or shortened why because every second is an opportunity to earn neki it's an opportunity for us to earn reward to make our akhirat riwayat of tirmizi sharif rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said khairun nas man tala umruhu wa hasuna amaluhu he said the best of people the best amongst you is that person whom allah gives a long life man tala umruhu and not only that hasuna amaluhu the long life which allah gives him he uses it to beautify his amal and his action the most intelligent person amongst us according to the ahadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that person who expropriates or utilizes his time correctly tasbihatun wahidatun fi sahifatil mu'min khairum min ad-dunya wa ma fiha rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said one tasbih one subhanallah 
One subhanallah person recites in the sahifa or in the book of deeds of a mu'min is better than this whole world and everything that it contains. Al-mal wal-banuna zinatul hayatid dunya wal-baqiyatu salihatu khayrun inda rabbika thawaba wa khayrun maradda wa khayrun amala Allah Ta'ala says wealth, children, these are zina, this is the attraction, the adornments of this worldly life. وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتِ But what will remain, what will perpetuate the good deeds that a person does? This is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve for us in the hereafter. So if Allah gives us long life, then and that time is used to earn our akhirat, there is nothing better than that. So it is always, it does not make sense. Allah Rasulullah is teaching us, educating us. It does not make sense that you desire that your life should be curtailed. Because every second in that life which Allah has given you is an opportunity for you to earn your akhirat. The second part of the hadith which is inferred to in the heading of this chapter that is given by Imam Nawawi rahimahullah, وَلَا بَأْسَ بِهِ لِخَوْفِ الْفِتْنَةِ فِي الدِّينِ There is one exception where a person can make tamanna or desire death when there is khawf or fear of fitna in his deen. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Anas radiallahu anhu is the narrator, فَإِن, لَا, فَإِن كَانَ لَا بُدَّ فَاعِلًا If you feel constrained, if you feel forced, that you still want to make dua for mort and death. As we mentioned, this is when there is some khawf of fitna, where you may lose your deen, may you, may, may, you may lose your iman. Then fal yaqul. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, in that instance you may make this dua. What dua? There is a dua that is taught to us in this hadith. Allahumma ahini ma kanatil hayatu khayran li. That Allah, keep me alive as long as living is good for me. Good for me in what sense? Good for me for my deen. Good for me for my akhirat. Watawaffani and Allah take me away. Allah give me more than death. Ida kanatil wafatu khayran li. If death is better for me. In other words, there's only one instance when death is going to be better for you than living is the eventuality or the possibility Allah protect us that by remaining alive you're going to lose your iman or you're going to lose your deen. Then obviously there is no greater loss than that. Then in remaining alive there is no benefit for you. If a person has to remain alive and lose his iman and deen, he's lost everything. So in that instance, if he feels constrained, then the allowance is given. I'm repeating the dua that is taught in this hadith. Allahumma akhini ma kanatil hayatu khayran li watawafani idha kanatil wafatu khayran li That Allah keep me alive as long as living is good for me. And Ya Allah, take me away. Bring my mort, watawafani, cause me to die. Ida kanatil wafatu khayran li. If mort and death is better for me. We find a similar meaning in another dua that is taught by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma in arada bi ibadika fitna. In arada bi ibadika fitna. Faqbidni ilayka ghayra maftoon. That Allah... If you have made the decision, if it is your irada, if it is your intention that there is to be fitna, 
tests, trials, tribulations of deen. In arada bi ibadika fitna, O Allah, if you have decided fitna for your slaves, faqbidni ilayk, take me away. Ya Allah, cause my mot ghayra maftoon, in such a condition that I am not involved in this fitna. One very interesting point which ulama Ikram mentioned in both these du'as which I have mentioned, or which are taught in these ahadith, that al-hadith yadullu ala jawazi sharti fit du'a. You find that in both these du'as, the person is asking Allah Ta'ala something conditional. That Allah, if living is good, let me live. If moth is good, then take me away. Allah, if you have decided fitna for your slaves, فَقْبِذْنِي إِلَيْكَ غَيْرَ مَفْتُونَ Allah, bring about my moth and my death in such a condition where I do not fall in this fitna. So in other words, a person is making conditional dua. That, ya Allah, if it is like this, then I want this. And if it is like this, then I want that. Ulama ikram say that from these ahadith we learn that this type of conditional dua is permissible. It is permissible to make conditional dua with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these circumstances. Because in reality, what are you actually doing when you are making this conditional dua? You are handing yourself over to the eternal wisdom and knowledge of Allah who is the know of everything. Ya Allah, you know what is best. Ya Allah, you know what lies in the future. Ya Allah, everything is in your control. Every condition is in your hands. Ya Allah, I am placing my trust in you. If this is good for me, let it be like this. If it is harmful for me, then let it be like that. We find that this type of conditional dua is sabit, is proven in nusus also in the Qur'an. There is one instance in Surah Nur where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where a certain masla is mentioned that if a person feels that his wife na'uzubillah has cheated upon him or she has engaged in an illicit relationship within their marriage. The rules of Sharia, when, you, when a husband accuses his wife, a wife accuses his husband, is very, very serious. And there are a lot of conditions. There is an allowance where you can just accuse someone. In fact, Qadful Muhsana, it's mentioned in Hadith, that if a chaste or, a, or, or an innocent woman is, 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 is accused falsely, then the one who accuses her in an Islamic state will be lashed a hundred times as punishment. However, we find there is one masla which is mentioned in Surah Nur where if where husband has to accuse his wife, if the husband has to accuse the wife, the marriage will break. It's a long lot of detail. I'm not going into the detail, but in we find that in those verses, well, khamisa four times he has to take an oath that his wife committed zina na'uzubillah. and the fifth time. وَالْخَامِسَةُ أَنَّ لَعْنَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ إِنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ He has to make this dua, that Ya Allah, may your curses descend upon me if I am speaking lies. May your curses depend, descend upon me if I am speaking lies. And to protect her, for the wife to be protected from obviously the punishment of zina coming upon her, she has to swear four oaths that she is innocent. And the fifth oath, وَالْخَامِسَ أَنَّ غَضَبَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهَا إِنْ كَانَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ That she has to invoke Allah's curses upon herself if he is speaking the truth. So here also in the Qur'an we are taught conditional dua. Or conditional, that conditionally, that Ya Allah, may your lanat descend if it is like this. May your anger descend if it is like this. 
So the point, my respected brothers, from this we learn is that conditional dua, there is this allowance in shariat for it. Like we see in this hadith, Nabi Wasallam taught us a conditional dua. Allahumma ahini ma kanatil hayatu khayran li. Ya Allah, keep me alive as long as living is good for me. Ya Allah, if dying is good for me, my deen will be preserved, my iman will be preserved. There is genuine khatra, there is genuine fear that I will lose my deen and iman. By remaining alive, Ya Allah, take me away. And one, another point which ulama Ikram mentioned, we find that in this hadith, Rasulullah says, لا أَصَابَهُ Never ever make dua for mort and death because of difficulties. However, there is, if you feel constrained, there is permissibility for this dua. There is also permissibility for another dua where a person unconditionally makes dua that, Ya Allah, take me away. When? When you make dua for shahadat. And you make dua that Allah take your life away in his path. As we find the famous dua of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, where Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to make this dua, Allahumma rzuqni shahadatan fi sabilik, waj'al mawti fi baladi rasulik sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That, O oh Allah, grant me shahadat, mawt. Here you are making dua for death, but this dua is, this dua is permissible. This dua is something... That is in fact praiseworthy. Because why? What dua? What? What? what here you are making dua for mort in Allah's path, like Umar radiallahu made. Allahumma rzuqni shahadatan fi sabilik. Allah, grant me shahadat, grant me mort, take my life away in your path. And Umar used to Allahu ta'ala used to add this to his dua. War wajal mauti bi baladi rasulik. Ya Allah, let this shahadat, let this mort be where in the land of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That is in Medina Munawwara. And we find that this dua of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala was accepted. He was in the, the seat of the Khilafat of the Muslim world, surrounded by the Muslim army, surrounded by the protection, right, right in the center of that. Allah ta'ala accepted this dua of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and he was given not just shahadat but kamil shahadat. On the Musalla of Masjid al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam leading the salah, he was attacked by Firoz Abu Lu'lu Mal'oon, the accursed fire worshipper, attacked Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and Allah ta'ala accepted the dua of shahadat of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So in this instance, a person can make tamanna of mort. What tamanna? That Ya Allah take my life in your path. Ya Allah accept my... Because the, the maqam, the status of a shaheed, of a martyr, one whose life is accepted, this is something that is matloob, desired. And a person should desire this, that Allah ta'ala... Accept his life in his path. Like you still fix one man.